0: Hi, this is Steve.
1: And this is Lisa. Uh,
0: this is our podcast, I Married a History Teacher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is when my wife, Lisa. tis me. Uh, and I have a conversation about history, um, and we record it for you.
1: Yes, we do. Uh, it's, uh, it's a conversation where one of us is very informed and the other uh, learns a lot.
0: Yeah, I'm a former history teacher, and Lisa represents our targeted audience, which is people who have forgotten history lessons throughout time.
1: Exactly. Or never learned them.
0: Yeah. Either one. You're both accepted.
1: Mm -hmm. Very accepting.
0: Lisa, how many um, University Wisconsin students does it take to screw in a light bulb?
1: I don't like where this is headed. Um, None, because... They're so great that they glow with the luminosity of their wonderful spirits.
0: You're getting to the essence of the joke. Wait, really? Kind of. Okay. The one I read online, because I Googled it real quick, was two. One to screw in the light bulb, and one to tell the other one that they did it just as good as someone who goes to an Ivy League school.
1: That is not at all the Wisconsin attitude, even a little bit.
0: Yeah. You actually send it a lot like the UVA one, I've heard.
1: Okay, that is totally valid.
0: Do you know what the UVA one is?
1: That, I think that should be the UVA one, no. the one you just repeated.
0: The UVA one is, one, they hold it in place and the world revolves around them.
1: Uh, yeah. That's
0: basically what you're getting at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but wait, where is this coming from?
0: These are just jokes from the internet. Well, well I guess the UVA, I the UVA one is something that people used to say in my high school.
1: Okay, and where did you, and you just, you you looked on the internet. Yeah, where, I thought oh.
0: of the UVA one, but then didn't think it would be relevant, so I looked up the Madison one for you.
1: Okay, I would just like to say that we do not have a complex of thinking that we're just as good as the Ivy League. We definitely think we're the best school to attend from like a joy and happiness and study perspective. <laughs> All right. Pretty cocky there, Liz. No, it's just real. It's just true. It's a- I think to all you prospective students out there, <laughs> which I don't think there'll be any. Technically,
0: you're not supposed to be listening. Uh, yeah.
1: Wait, what? I thought we were banning six and under. Six?
0: Eight. You're just making them arbitrary no, you, ages.
1: No, a couple, like, several episodes ago, you said you asked me if six-year-olds should be listening.
0: That was, our, that was a random episode.
1: Okay. Well, I think that why wouldn't they be allowed at 18? 17? That's fine. Sure. Yeah. So to all you prospective Wisconsin students out there. Um, It is the best school on the planet, Um, and I I am biased, but I also, I like things when they're good, not just because I'm there, is all I'll say, so.
0: All right. (laughs) Lisa, how did the the hipster burn his hand? (laughs) Um, (sighs) He unscrewed the light bulb before it was cool. <laughs> there, took a second. There it is.
1: <laughs> Got that one. It. That one I can get down with.
0: Yeah, so at least guess what our topic is for tonight.
1: Uh Bad jokes? Oh, no. <laughs> We're
0: talking light bulbs tonight. Oh, it's, right. Yeah, that's fair. That was an obvious overlook. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, We are. And before, I know what you're thinking. Like, I don't want to listen to a freaking podcast about light bulbs. You're wrong. All right? Stay tuned. We're not just talking about light bulbs. We're going to talk about how light bulbs might be one of the greatest intervent- greatest inventions <laughs> of all time. But they also might be instruments of evil. Yeah. Sorry. And Lisa, you know what I'm going to name this episode? <laughs> Your evil
1: voice is the, the least like scary thing ever. Instruments of
0: evil. <laughs> what about that What's
1: well, more dramatic, more entertaining. I'll take it.
0: Okay. All yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I'm so excited to name this episode. You know what I'm going to name it? <laughs> no, I do not. The Dark Side of Light Bulbs. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I
0: Beautiful. That's good. Right? Wordplay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, let's talk a little bit of background about talking about the history of light bulbs, Lisa. Okay. I love this idea. I'm actually pretty proud of tonight's episode, and I'm going to tell you why. You're
1: proud of the con- con- the concept, right? Because we're not. No, no you know, the, the, con- not con- yet. the
0: content of the light yeah. bulb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what I am proud of here is that like I kind of pieced this together through like various like little parts of my life where I have heard something about light bulbs, and then I like had a little uh, light bulb aha moment, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to talk about like the
1: bad things that happen as a result from the light bulb in the podcast. So you're saying that throughout your life, you've heard various things. Are they all positive things about the light bulb?
0: Oh, there's I mean, but we all know the positive things about the light bulb, right? The light, there's freaking 100 light so, bulbs in this room alone.
1: Uh, but all I'm saying is no one gave you the thought that there was some really bad side to the light bulb invention. You decided that you were going to yes. seek that out yes. and seek that information out and Absolutely. make that argument. Absolutely. Okay, this is not like you to, to pick something negative to focus on.
0: I no. mean, who looks at light bulbs
1: but, and thinks, you know what? I'm gonna th- I'm gonna come up with something that sucks about this. Yeah, shit. that's
0: why if you thinking to yourself, like listening, like light bulbs sound boring. That's why this is good, right?
1: Okay, okay, got it. All right, right. you see, you were just looking for the drama. That that is really on brand. Okay.
0: (laughs) Now let me let me explain this real quick too. Now, when we study history in like high school and even for most of like undergraduate college, you are studying people, Mm -hmm. events, and places, right? Yes. You're studying Napoleon. You're studying the Vietnam War. You're studying Westeros, right? And that's what history was. It wasn't actually until graduate school when I was at Mason and I had the the dean of the history department was obsessed with two different types of other histories, which was telling history through sort of concepts like gender roles
1: Hmm. and objects. That. I, I would love the concepts one. <laughs> oh, we are,
0: and I fully have been planning on doing an episode on the study of gender roles throughout time for sure because it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And here's the great thing about studying history through through concepts in in items is mm-hmm. that like people and events, right? They are like specific times. All right. Yeah. If you study concepts and objects with, and how it changes over time, so it gives you like so much insight on like what was happening in history and the different paradigm shifts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and you can also do it across places, right? So light bulbs were used in Europe and they're also used in America. and Now they're used all over the world, right? So by studying an object, you're studying events, places, and people all at the same time. Huh. You, you with me on that one?
1: Yeah, I am. You know it would be cool? I mean, because like some of these inventions are so like, consequential. Uh, you'd mm-hmm. almost want to, like, be reading the history book and, like, have, like, a little note and be like, there was no light when this was happening, right. you know? And then be like, but China, they were they were on the grid at this point. You know, like, because, like, I mean, that's, like, a, that paints more of the picture. Yeah. That's really fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm excited. They should sorry, last um, unhelpful comment. Um, <laughs> the... um that whole concept history thing, Invisibilia, that podcast that, that does the in- yeah. sorry, I just mispronounced it. I meant to say that yeah. um, that does stuff of intangible. Yeah, that would be a great topic for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, but that's not really helping anyone out at this point. So let's well, continue.
0: We are, you know, telling the world about a good other podcast, which is
1: yeah, fun. that's true. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. Now, um, next thing. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about. Let's get into it, and let's talk about the background of the light bulb. Okay. Okay. This is not my main point. Again, tonight's thing is the downside of the invention of the light bulb, but we have to we have to talk about the light bulb. Mm-hmm. Lisa, mm-hmm. who invented the light bulb? Uh, Thomas Edison. That is a great guess.
1: Is that is that the heat?
0: okay? It's a myth. It's a myth. Is (laughs) what it is. Okay. Right? Um, Light bulbs, or like bulbs in in general, had existed for about 70 years before Thomas Edison invented what we now think of as the light bulb he invented. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to get to what was happening. Okay. All right. So, a bunch of people had worked on the existence of a bulb, various light bulbs, right? What Thomas Edison invented is the first commercially like effective mm. light bulb. A light bulb that was so effective mm-hmm. that you could sell it commercially, mm-hmm. and as long as the infrastructure was there in terms of electricity, and, um, then pretty much you can have one in every home, in every factory, in every warehouse, in every store in the world.
1: Okay, so he built. He figured out how to build a reliable, sustainable model that you could scale.
0: Yes. Okay. An invention so powerful that when people come up with inventions, we symbolize it by a light bulb coming up above their heads, right? Like Eureka moments. Light bulb comes on, right?
1: Yeah. It's like the beginning of the invention, really. In human, like, imagination. I don't know, in concepts. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah,
0: that was a bit of a leap. People have been inventing things since, like, the wheel.
1: Well, right, but I'm just saying. Yeah, no, of course, of course. I was just saying, like, it's like humans act like that was like the beginning of invention, if that's what you're using to like sim- symbolize it. Yes, yeah. I,
0: guess. I don't know. But here's the other thing, though. Hmm. I think that concept that you're like trying to get to is kind of a myth in itself. Most really important inventions, like the the inventions that changed our lifestyles. They weren't Eureka light bulb moments, the mm-hmm. same way Thomas Edison's light bulb wasn't a Eureka. Oh my God, I have this incredible idea.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, it took thousands of tries.
0: Thousands of tries, but not only that, it's a development. You know, like so. Right. A lot of people Everyone. say, oh, the pin- the printing press by Gutenberg was the greatest invention of all time. Well, yeah. the Chinese already had a printing press. Right. Gutenberg just made a slightly more efficient right. one in Europe.
1: Yes, everyone is just looking around and being like, I can do that a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: like, well, my favorite American I mean, what? <laughs> my favorite human other to, ever ever to live other than Lisa Rudolph was a guy named Isaac Newton who said everything I've seen, I've seen by standing on the shoulders of giants, right?
1: Mm -hmm. You know, I have to say, I didn't realize exactly what he was getting at until you (laughs) tied that up for me. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. And here's the
0: crazy thing, Lisa. Uh That quote in itself has been worked on over time, too, (laughs) to the point where they think that Isaac Newton wasn't necessarily the first person
1: to say this concept.
0: Yeah. Because that's how humans are. We're slowly developing stuff, and technology is certainly part of it.
1: You know, yeah, I always have, I actually have this really grim image of, like, human evolution and progression, and it's, I haven't even seen the movie, I've just seen the trailer for it, but in World War Z, and it's, this is so grim, but it's just all these, like, zombies, like, falling on top of each other to, like, slowly build this pyramid up, Mm -hmm. and it's just, like, I feel like that about human progress, like, it's just, like, we didn't, maybe we didn't get to see the end road, but everyone played their role in getting one step closer to building the whole zombie mountain. I, I wish the zombie mountain was was building something a little bit more, you know, optimistic or nice than a, just a zombie mountain. Yeah, I
0: don't I think they were getting over a wall.
1: They were getting over a wall, I think.
0: Yeah, to go yeah. kill a bunch of people in Israel, actually.
1: Man, the Jews just.
0: <laughs> can't catch a break.
1: No, I know we don't. We're not in game. Oh, we never mind. I'm not going to derail <laughs> us anymore. Let's stick to the content. Yes. Now, Okay.
0: let's get to the downside of it, right? Mm-hmm. So in 1874, shit, is it 1876? I don't know. Don't
1: know. M- mm-hmm. Moot point. Mm hmm.
0: Thomas Edison uh, vacuums a bulb over some carbon filament, and it burns for a really long time relative to the rest of the people. I think it only actually ended up burning for like something like sixteen hours, right? But it was longer than
1: everything else at right. the time. Okay, exactly.
0: Now, what's going to happen is is they're going, he's going to improve that even further. Is carbon the carbon filament? Right, is going to be selected to be the the base of like the modern light bulb, the candescent light bulb, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that is what's going to be selled, sold okay. um, globally, everywhere, kind of instantly. Okay? Okay. So picture a world, Lisa. It's like the 1870s and all light is mostly done through like gas flames at this point. mm mm-hmm. um, And that pretty much gets wiped out overnight. and. All of these companies start building light bulbs, and they're going to go in every household in America, and more importantly, every factory, every coal mine, stuff like that.
1: So everyone just gets a whole heck of a lot more productive.
0: Well, that is the basis of where we're going to begin with the dark side
1: of the light bulb. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Sorry, can I ask? Sorry. You were saying that a company was outfitting homes to be able to receive light bulbs? No, that
0: just becomes part of the process, right? This is an economic turn of events. Right, so you're going to see the the birth of basically electricians, um, the electrical grid, stuff like that.
1: Wow, I, that's wow! What a oof, that's hard to imagine that getting that kind of infrastructure put in to do something so right.
0: And it's going to take a couple decades.
1: Okay, that makes more sense.
0: Yes. Okay. Let's talk about the first victim of the light bulb, though, right? Okay. And this is just this is just a fun. It's kind of fun one. I'm going to start like <laughs> it's going to get more and more grim as we go. Okay. Ooh, okay. Now. I think this is really relevant to where today in politics, but we can't do political, so let's be careful. Okay. Okay. Um, of, because of the invention of the light bulb, uh-huh. which is an automated form of getting energy, uh-huh. people are going to lose their jobs. So the light bulb is actually going to put certain people out of business. All right? what yeah. Something they put out of business is a job called a lamplighter.
1: Oh. Yeah, it
0: is kind of cute, really. It is. What a lamp... I bet light. they could
1: get some jobs now in, like, hipster areas.
0: Dude, that's actually really funny, because there are... They do have novelty lamplighters in a couple places in, like, London and, like, New England.
1: Yeah, that's that sounds about right.
0: Um, do you know what a lamp... You're talking like you know what a lamplighter is. Are you familiar with a lamplighter? I'm,
1: I'm not. I'm just pulling from my weird random brain that is sometimes really wrong and sometimes lucky. Um... And that is, I'm imagining, like, people on the streets with, like, those, like, classic hoity-toity, like, black streetlights. Um, and then they, like, have, like, a stick and they, like, light a lamp up there.
0: That's exactly what I was. Or a a, light not
1: light. a lamp. They light a they light a well, it was candle. a gas lamp. Yeah.
0: It wasn't oh. just a candle. It was a it was, gas lamp. Oh, it lamp.
1: was. Oh, lamp. right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. that. So I was right. Sweet. I think I saw it in, like, a theater once or something. Yeah, play. and,
0: you know, you love London, and they're a big, do. they're a huge institution love in London. London. <laughs> yeah. um, and basically, it's going to put these people out of business. Mm-hmm. And they became, the lamplighter became, like, an ingrained part of the neighborhood. Because if you think about it, what they did is they would wander around every single night before it got dark, and they talked to all the townsfolk lighting it up. Right. A lot of them served as sort of like an, a
1: neighborhood watch sort of job, too. Man, life was so chill back then. Yeah, right. Minus all the like the disease and, and the whatnot.
0: disease, and like people were still like dumping like buckets of shit into the right. sewer. Right, which stuff. is not unrelated to the
1: disease. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But man, it was chill. Mm-hmm. Oh, does that sound so nice to go be friends with your lamplighter? Yeah. mm.
0: And then, Lisa, you know what another funny fact about lamplighters are mm-hmm. in some towns the lamps are up so high that lamplighters had to walk around on stilts.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Talk wow. About it. Yeah. Well, that's a shame.
1: Yeah, that's right? a shame. That they...
0: But it is the reality of most new inventions. Yep. yep. Is that when something is invented, people are going to lose their jobs.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And first, first part of the dark side of light bulbs is you're going to see that down. Full of like this institution in most neighborhoods of most major cities, on like the East Coast of the United States,
1: in places in Europe. Well, hopefully they got like several years heads up, so they could train for another profession. Well,
0: sure, but you know, if they were like in a later place, not to get political, but sometimes you can't just easily tell people to transition into a new profession, even no matter what is in demand at the time, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Fine.
0: Now. Moving on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Factories. Huge. We're talking late 1800s here. We're talking heart of the Industrial Revolution.
1: Yeah. Okay. Heart of it. Heart, heart, heart. All
0: right. Now, picture a factory before the invention of the light bulb. When would the factory have to stop operating?
1: Oh, when it was dark
0: out. When it got dark out. Yeah. Those factories have these huge windows because they rock, they they operated by daylight. A lot of the factories you could argue got safer because of the light bulb because some of them were still burning that like uh, like fire at night by gas.
1: Yeah, it's going to ask for some of them just using other ways.
0: Yeah, but if you think about a lot of industrialized stuff back then, it was super dangerous to have fire. You know, so like yeah. I told you uh, once in a podcast before that the industrial revolution was birthed out of textiles. Mm-hmm. You don't want a bunch of gas and flames around in a textile factory, for example.
1: No, not unless you're a gambler.
0: Yes, right. No. And some of them were, right? right? And because some of them were, there were a lot of fires because <laughs> yeah. of this. And I'm not joking. <laughs> yes, yet, so it is. was too. a fact. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, so some people can look be like, look, the light bulb made the factory safer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, it also did something else that was uh, kind of shitty, which has made the factory workers work longer hours. Yep.
1: Yeah, suddenly not so chill.
0: Yeah, because the factory is now going to be open for 24 hours a day. Now, factory workers,
1: mm-hmm. they
0: didn't work the full 24 hours. No. But they also didn't have rights like they did now. Okay, the, the factory workers' rights and the laborers' rights, they don't come around to like the progressive movement, m- movement like the 1920s-ish, okay. 19-teens. Okay. So for a while, the light bulb was just
1: like, you know. It just meant you got no sleep. And you were tired.
0: Right. Yeah. Like you were working like 12 to 16 hour shifts and then they would rotate you. Yeah. So you would have even less free time, less leisure time, less time at home with the family.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was all because the factory Mm -hmm. where these workers had no rights was open 24 hours a day, constant production, constant industrialization.
1: Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's the factory man's fault. He could have prevented this with a little bit of humanity. Just saying. That is a
0: good point. You know, we, mm-hmm. we we're sitting here blaming the light bulb, but maybe we should be blaming mm-hmm. the capitalist pig who's running that factory. <laughs> not
1: supposed to get political, Stephen. Right.
0: I'm not getting political. I'm just saying that the day laborer should rise up and seize the means of production from the owners <laughs> of management and <in>, management. <laughs> it doesn't count as being political. No, you're just being dramatic. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Classic Steve. Classic Steve. That's number two, why mm-hmm. the light bulb is evil. Let's get deeper, Lisa. No. Yeah. Lisa, have you ever seen what happens to bugs when you turn on a light bulb at night outside? They're mesmerized. Mesmerized. Yeah. What are they doing? Describe it, Lisa. How would you describe bug behavior around lights?
1: They just... uh Getting somewhat of a trance and just fly slowly towards the light. I mean, it's not, I mean, not that that trancey. I think I'm thinking of like Bug's Life when they showed us that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I it love that how... scene though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so cute.
0: It is how they do it in the Bug's life. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, no, they're they're attracted to them and uh, flutter around them until they inevitably die. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's that's a good point. Do you know what's actually going on there? Oh, like in the bug's brain? Yeah, like in real life.
1: Oh, um, I don't know. They, they, they think it's like heat or like a source of energy?
0: They think it's... I, don't, I, don't, I shouldn't say that. This is probably too extreme to say they think it's the moon. <laughs> but bugs at, that fly at night, nocturnal bugs, they use angles from the moon uh-huh. to navigate where they're flying. They don't like see in the dark. They're using the light of the moon to navigate. Um, so no. when you have a bunch of light outside and they start slamming into it
1: it's throwing up their moon pattern yeah
0: and they don't know what's going on or where to go
1: oh sad
0: yeah it's like the equivalent of like uh if you're, like, driving in, like, a place you're not used to driving and then your GPS is on and then your GPS gets all wonky yeah. and then it starts telling you to start doing those figure eights on and off of a highway, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, we've had a couple of those Yeah, we've had a couple of times. Yeah, that you, seven hours, yeah right? you did not enjoy that.
0: That's what's uh, happening to those bugs.
1: That's sad. Yes. But like, it's, almost, it's better when you can think of them as stupid, because then you're like, oh, you're just stupid anyways. Mm-hmm. But now we're throwing off their navig- navigational patterns. Oh, poor buddies.
0: Yeah. And Lisa, uh-huh. it doesn't end with bugs. Uh-oh. This happens with almost every single animal that migrates, that, or has a great migration of some kind. And it happens with almost every single animal that flies, except for, like, you know, like bats, because they're blind anyway. They use sonar, so.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. So, should I talk about this a little bit?
1: Well, what happens to them? I mean, do they all have such a such a bad fate as the bugs?
0: Well, no. not typically. Well, well yeah. I guess they
1: don't all die. Do Let's they? talk about do birds. They get away. Um. Yeah. You okay. know how
0: birds migrate based yes. on the seasons geese. and the weather. Geese. Geese. Yeah. yeah. The geese. <laughs> so a lot too much artificial night, artificial light, uh, messes with uh, birds' circadian rhythm. Okay. You know how they sleep, how much sleep they get, so on and so forth. Yeah. So it messes with their interpretation of like when spring is and when winter is. And, and it will throw them off. Mm. And like they'll be caught when somewhere where it's, you know, too hot and they'll, they'll get caught somewhere where it's too cold.
1: Mm.
0: Now, way more sad than that. I'm going I'm to get you real sad. And I don't mean to, but this is something we never
1: gonna, mean to, but yeah. these podcasts are sad. No. No. and yeah, well, maybe just to me. Just <laughs> some of the time, some of the time. Okay, what's what's my new low sadness here?
0: Little baby sea turtles.
1: No, I was thinking about them. Yeah, I w- actually I think I saw that somewhere online, not online, <laughs> on TV.
0: Animal um, Planet did that. I think, like, Animal Planet yeah, 2 or something. Because
1: during. they, like, they were supposed to swim towards the ocean when they hatched. And they, like, started crossing, like, roads because there was lights and they got confused. Because yes. they thought it was the moon. <gasps> Ooh, mm-hmm. no.
0: So the, the Hashling sea turtles, for those of you who don't know, they would hatch in the sand. Sea turtles come to the, to, into land and they bury their eggs in the sand and then they go back into the sea. And then the hatchling sea turtles... They will hatch, and then they'll go into the sea, and then, you know, like, to be fair, though, a lot of them die in the sea, too. Uh, It was a mad scramble for them just to get to the sea. But now humans are starting to affect it so much that uh, they're born looking at the light, let's say, the artificial light, and they'll get confused because the moon is behind them, and then they'll head, like, into town, like a beach town, and, you know, get run over by cars, they'll get scooped up by cats, Mm -hmm. um, and... Not to mention that they'll never reach their natural habitat because the ocean's behind them.
1: I bet someone helps them sometimes.
0: I'm sure there are actually island good do- doers that, like, they, you know...
1: They have to know at this point. In the right direction. Yeah.
0: But sea turtle, like baby sea turtles, are the cutest damn thing in the world. Oh, I know. Incredible. I've seen those suckers. And you know what no one talks about about sea turtles and how cute they are? Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything else that we all consider cute, cute as humans... They tend to be like mammals and like soft and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Sea turtles are very like hardened creatures that are like these reptiles, but God, are they cute.
1: Yeah. They walk the line between mm-hmm. soft and hard. <laughs> They're so cute.
0: Yeah, they quite literally are soft and hard. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. yep.
0: Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, you can name a million examples. Uh, there's a lot of different crab species that migrate. Um There's certain crabs that migrate twice
1: a day. I think we're good on crabs. Like, I feel like I go to all these beaches and there's just like so many freaking crabs everywhere. (laughs) It's like...
0: You say that now, when Baltimore runs out of crabs, you're gonna be pretty
1: sad. <laughs> maybe the maybe those blue crabs were the more robust ones, but the little like just those sand crabs. You've seen those?
0: Yeah, but you don't know. Those are maybe those would be the only source of protein for humans in 2100. Well, probably because there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, so we shouldn't hate on them because you know every creature has a meaning. We
1: has a meaning.
0: Yeah. Purpose? Is that what I should have said? I don't know. I yeah. guess so. Lisa, that was my first take at, like, what would you call that? Biology? The natural sciences? Uh, yeah, the, the natural. Yeah. 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 This is what we call in the biz, the teaching biz, cross-curriculum teaching. <laughs> right? So we're talking history and science. Wow,
1: you're right nurturing now. my mind so much.
0: God, I'm a nurturer.
1: <laughs>
0: like a sea turtle before the invention of light bulbs. exactly (laughs) (laughs) nailed it okay now Lisa yes the last one I'm going to talk about
1: Uh huh.
0: it's an interesting one Mm. Lisa do you know what the phrase planned
1: obsolescence
0: is do you know what that
1: means I would I mean literally I think you would be Planning on something becoming obsolete, no longer relevant, useful, apl- ap- applicable.
0: Yes. That's, like, you know, a very literal definition of that Yeah, phrase. that's
1: the only thing I know. There's a
0: business phrase for it. Okay. Okay. It is the intentional, mm-hmm. okay, reworking of a product to make it a worse product. Whoa. Okay. A lot of people will look at the American auto industry Mm. as like the poster child of a failed planned obsolescence. Failed planned? Yes. Because what was happening with the American auto industry is that they started getting killed by like Japanese and German car companies. And what was
1: the roughly time period? What is this?
0: You know... It's not something that car companies really talk about, so it's really hard to say. Okay. But let's say sort of late 80s, early 90s. Okay. um, You can probably trace it back to directly when you start seeing the decline in cities like Toledo, Ohio and Detroit, Uh um, Michigan, stuff like that. Okay. Okay, so the American auto industry was declining in sales. Yeah. Okay, because there's so many options. Yeah. So what American automakers did is they started making cars worse. So if you bought a Ford, like you bought yourself a Ford Escape and you know, they know how to make it so it can last for 200,000 miles.
1: Yeah. They're engineering
0: them so they would die at
1: 80,000 miles, 90,000 miles. So people would just have to buy more cars. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit of a ridiculous notion considering they're probably buying Japanese and German cars because they were higher quality to begin. With. No. Or is it they just have that reputation now because of what American yes. automakers did? Wow.
0: Basically now, whenever people are talking about what car you should buy, everyone in America has this thing that will be like, just go buy a Honda Civic, man. It'll last, you can put 200,000 miles on a Honda Civic. Right. Right? Because, like, the Japanese developed this, you know, a reputation for being able to build a very long lasting car. Mm-hmm. So that it made American car companies worse it 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 hurt them in the long run because people weren't going back and buying jeeps and fords and chevys right they're going and buying alternatives right which is the problem with planned obsolescence is that everyone in the industry has to be involved because if yeah. there's other options people will go to the other options
1: right right yeah it's it's not any it's not much different than a than price fixing almost
0: it's, it's very similar concept <laughs> right um So historians argue that the light bulb industry, Uh okay, was the first example of a very successful planned obsolescence. Okay. Um, So let's back up to the invention of the light bulb. Uh We were talking about this earlier, Lisa. Uh The light bulb's invented, and it goes everywhere really quickly. Yeah. Right? So you're going to see all of these companies pop up, Philips, GE and then their european counterparts cuz they have got to fulfill all of these this demand for light bulbs right mm-hmm. so they're building light bulbs they got to compete with each other so they're hiring all these engineers to build the best possible longest lasting light bulb Ooh. but then something happens in like they, they're sorry they like the 1920s uh-huh everybody has light bulbs now and cuz their engineers have been building really efficient light bulbs they're lasting for a long time they're lasting for a long time you see where this is going, Lise? I, I think it's
1: another planned obsolescence. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, in the 1920s, your average light bulb was working for about 2,000 hours. Uh-huh. Okay? So people don't need a lot of light bulbs anymore. They already have them. They're already running them. Yeah. All right? So they come up with a plan. GE and Phillips were both involved in this. It's basically a conspiracy. This is their first conspiracy episode. They start talking to all the European manufacturers, Asian manufacturers, and they're like, guys, we got to make the light bulb worse so we can sell more light bulbs. And every single light bulb company in the world agreed to it.
1: Man, it's probably so much easier to be sneaky back then.
0: Oh, yeah, right? There's <laughs> like no internet.
1: Like, yeah, less was-
0: whistleblowers, mm-hmm. and even if they did, it's just like, you know... You- they probably, like, killed them. and
1: Yeah, and crime was a lot harder to solve back then, too. Um, okay.
0: Um, but that's what was happening. And they actually, they dubbed themselves the uh, Phoebus Cartel. <laughs> Nerds. Yeah. Phoebus? Yeah, but Phoebus and Apollo, the uh, Greek. I think they're one and the same, or maybe one's Greek and one's Roman. I was really never good at mythology because I thought it was silly. Um, well, Phoebus doesn't sound nearly as cool as Apollo. Right, but Phoebus was the uh, this, the, the choice of cheaters. The choice of cheaters. He was also the uh, the the god of the sun and light. Huh, okay. So you know, it kind of right. tells you the how the god they of phased.
1: the quickly dying sun and light. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: how much they thought about themselves that they named themselves essentially after the god of the
1: sun. Yeah, right? cool.
0: Um, yeah, make little light bulbs. Right. And then, you no, know, this is the evil part, though, here, right? Is that this was, it, it showed businesses, it provided a model for businesses around the world that if you need to sell something, just agree to make a shit of your product and you can make more money, which yeah. is completely counterintuitive, but it's kind of the situation. Ugh. And like Even Apple didn't man. really do anything that much different with the batteries, right?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Can you think of any other examples?
1: Oh. Kleenex being thinner or something? I don't
0: know. <laughs> you know what I thought of? Huh? Uh, like fruity gums.
1: Oh, yeah, that's real.
0: there's no way that fruit stripe gum can't last longer than the time fruit stripe gum lasts.
1: Yeah, no, no. no. That is that is definitely intentional. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Those um, freaking candy barons over at Fruit Stripe.
1: <laughs> what are those sugar cubes that you love? Oh, they're like. Icebreakers? Yeah, I think they're, like, icebreaker's fruits, or something that comes in, like, the... Yeah, I, like, forget about them every three years, and then I'll catch... One will catch my eye at Target, and then I'll just, like, eat it all in, like, five days, and then forget about
0: <laughs> it Yeah. They're kind of funny, though, because the flavor of... The, the lasting flavor in those things is actually, like, even though it's gum, mm-hmm. it's, like, less than if you were, like, chewing on, like, a Starburst or some other candy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, so that was all because the light bulb, this concept of making items shittier to make more money.
1: Huh. Well, thumbs down. Obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my pitch, Lisa, about how light bulbs are actually just evil. How do you think? What do you think?
1: I think absolutely interesting. I think I did not thought about any of those elements of the light bulb. Um, I I'm, I'm also feel like I have another reason, but I'm realizing it's just because there's one literally angled right at my face right now. And I was going to say, they can get really bright sometimes.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> See that's, this thing? It's angled right at
0: me. I think that's doing its job.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think you're. what you have a problem with is our um, the particular type of lighting we have in our Baltimore studio. In sunny Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> sunny Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah.
1: Um, They can also break quite easily and hurt and cut you.
0: Sure. (laughs) They also can be really dangerous if you break a light bulb. Um, I don't think this is true anymore of like LED lights, Mm -hmm. but um, the carbon filament in them was bad for you. Is if you broke them before the carbon filament broke out. It was like a little radioactive, if you will. It was like tungsten and stuff like that. Like my wedding ring was made out of tungsten. 14 bucks on Amazon.
1: (laughs) Love true. <laughs> <laughs> to be uh,
0: fair, we only do that did that because I lose everything.
1: It's true. Yeah, you have almost lost it
0: on several countless, occasions.
1: Countless times. Yeah. It's amazing how it bounces back though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be radioactive.
0: Lisa, I almost forgot to tell you one craziest the craziest part about this pod. Okay. We're talking about planned obsolescence. Okay. Guess how long the longest light bulb has been burning for?
1: there's a world record Uh Uh, oh i don't know uh nine years
0: nine years is your guess i don't know there is a light bulb Mm -hmm. that has been on in california Uh in a firehouse since 1901 that makes me look a little silly it doesn't make you look silly I would imagine that pretty much everyone listening to this is going to say something similar to you. Because when you buy a light bulb, it might last a couple of months. My point here is that businesses can build way longer-lasting light bulbs, and we are actively choosing not to, to make more money. Because it's capitalistic.
1: It's so wasteful.
0: It is quite wasteful. But they have to make a living. And GE and Philips would probably both be out of business. If they made for everlasting light bulbs.
1: What if they just priced them really high?
0: No one would buy them. Remember when LED lights came out and they'd be like, yo, this is a $14 light bulb, but it's going to last you like 30 times longer than a regular light bulb. And then every college kid in America was like, I can't afford a $14 light bulb. So they would just buy the
1: crappy candescent one. Yes, the college kids, but I mean, I have to imagine there are a few other adults yeah. circling around that time. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Since 1901. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Well, yeah,
0: you know, it has significantly dimmed. It is apparently only about as bright as like a four volt or a four watt light, like night light. That's still cool. Yeah, yeah. but it's still incredible.
1: It'd be so be? funny if some like klutz accidentally like rammed into it and. Like, <laughs> like, <"God laughs> <damn> it, Donnie! <laughs> yeah, right. just
0: broke it all out <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good. Then he could have a world record. I mean the first person to uh, break the longest running light bulb
0: that's true dude we should do that that's how we can get our pod famous we can go be the jerks who break the longest running light bulb in California I don't want to do it like that no that would be 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 more evil than like the Phoebus cartel
1: way more evil well no not way more evil well maybe I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know these days what's right and wrong no I know what's right and wrong I'm going to walk this back again. All right. Good.
0: <laughs> good. good you indeed. Should. <laughs> you should. You
1: should.
0: All right. We're going to start wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, I think the next episode we're going to record of this will be in the city of lights. Yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah.
1: Um, yes.
0: So, uh, well, the lights are never turned off.
1: Except on Earth Day. And I've been there twice randomly for Earth Day. What, what's the date on Earth Day? think sometime in March. March March 21st is going to mind, but I don't know if that's
0: So that true. night in Las Vegas they literally turn off all of the lights. Yeah. It's really cool to be on the strip when it happens. That sounds wild. It Let's is try wild. to do it that next year. Okay.
1: We'll see.
0: All right. Well again, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, happy Game of Thrones watching. Um Yeah. But we're going to keep those references because we might do a follow-up episode with Kevin again in the City of Lights. Yes, we might. So we won't get into our thoughts and feelings on the first episode just yet. Yep,
1: thoughts and feelings free for now.
0: Can't overdo the Game of Thrones, right?
1: Yep.
0: All right, so uh, my name is Steve, and I was a history teacher.
1: And my name is Lisa, and I married him.